Yo, are you thinking about starting your own podcast? It's really easy to do. All you need is anchor.fm. That's where I host my podcast. And let me tell you why. Because number one, it's free. Number two, there are tools that they have on their website or in the app that doesn't crash on me all the time like the other hosting service I was using. You can do it right from your phone or your computer. They distribute it for you to Spotify, Apple, Google, lots more. And you can make money. Hello. And you don't have to have a minimum listenership. So even if you're small potatoes like me, you're just getting started. You can make money right now. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Oh, you're not really seeing it, really. But like when you're in the industry, when you're in the industry, and like, well, okay, then you are seeing it. Well, I'm seeing it a lot. Like I'm watching because like my cousin is um mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of her Jungle Pussy. Yeah. I, oh my God, I love her. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my nice. cousin. So nice. it's funny. Like I look at her and I look at myself and I'm like, all right. She did start rapping maybe a year or maybe a year and a half or two years max ahead of me, but I'm, like, watching yeah. all the avenues just opening up for her. Like, the women's empowerment movement is really helping her. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, very proud of her. I'm, like, like, like yeah. yeah. Like, music for everything is got because, I mean, the problem is all these movements, whether it's women empowerment, LGBTQ, yeah. all of that, they tend to get a good wave, and then they kind of fade when people feel like they got what they, what they came for. Even if they mm-hmm. didn't get what you came for, they kind of fade. So I'm like, yeah, use that as hard as you can right now. Get as far as yeah. you can with that. I'm not even going to have any jealousy. I'm like, I cheer her on all the time. I don't care. Yeah. Like, go get it, whatever. I know when mm-hmm. it's my time to get mine, I'll get mine however I get it. I'm not really worried. Oh, yeah. She can come out, show her body a little bit, not naked, but just show off her body a little bit. And yeah. next thing you know, you have 100,000 men following you. Not even for right. rap, just because. Right. But now when it comes to a label or when it comes to people that have to pay you, whether that's promoters or whatever, they're not looking at the fact right. that these men only follow you because you look you look hot. They, they don't care, the yes. These men follow you. Who cares? Who yeah. cares what it is? Yeah. You have a million followers on the Instagram. Here, promote my product, take this $20,000, mm-hmm. and let's call it a day. And that's how it works yeah. right now. So... Like I said, and right at this six, moment. Nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Six nine, like all he really did was do a bunch of YouTube videos. And it's my bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've done security for him all of that. He's my bro. Um, okay. No really, I mean, to me, he's the, he's, he's the Fredro star of this current little okay. era right here. Like, yeah. that's what it is. I think and these young kids don't even know Onyx, so they can't even understand what he's doing. They're like, oh, right. he's being Bobby Smurder. No. Bobby Fredo was being Fredro Star, and now 6ix9ine is being Fredro Star. That's what <laughs> wow. whatever. Like, but, like I, I study my history, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't come up with Fredro Star, but I study my history. Like, if I know somebody yeah. was lit to my, my parents or my, or, my, or my older cousins or my uncles, I go find yeah. out why was they lit. Why do people like them so much? Like you said, he just he tatted 6ix9ine all over himself. He got rainbow yeah. hair. He did a video yeah. with a lot of blood. Which was crazy. Yeah. People, yo, who is this rainbow haired dude, and why is he with all these yeah. blood dudes? That's what really got that, That's yeah. a whole other topic too. Like, but okay, so yeah. I have a lot of discussions that I've seen online and, and in person with people. So gangs, not they aren't what they used to be in terms of like you know we have Tupac and Biggie and that era like that I grew up in, 
you know, I was a teenager when, when, when they died. And that, at that time period, you know, it was really like a big line in the sand. Like you do not, like there's blood and then there's crypts. Like that's mm-hmm. it. And so now it's not like that. They work together. I've seen like yeah. charities where, you know, and so I think that kind of blows people's minds because they don't know about it. You know, yeah. they're not in it. They're not familiar. And I think like, it's good, too, because the reason they're all, like, you know, uh, anti, you know, each other, it's a territorial thing that started in, like, Compton, that area. Yeah, but it was really, like, like the, the police and stuff that set it up like that. Exactly. So it's, it's good like to that. see that they're, they're, they're going against it now. But, uh, you know, they're like, well, now he won't have any Crip fans or whatever. It's like, well, actually, no, that's not how it works these days. I mean, like, I'm blood, and I hang out with yeah. Davies. Davies is one of my okay. friends, is one of my is one of my closest rapper friends. He's Crip. Now say that again. Who is it? Davies. Oh, okay, yeah. And and he's Crip. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And okay, none of yeah. us care. <laughs> none right. of us care. And the, yo, yeah, yo, I guess there's only one color now, and that's green. That's it. We about to right. money. All that other right. stuff. You know, like you said, it was set up for the people to be like that. And it was never really so much even blood and crip beef back in the day. It was really neighborhood on neighborhood. It just happened to right. be that this neighborhood was blood and that neighborhood was right. crip. Now, we are both trying right. to sell this crack rock, and we're mm-hmm. getting in each other's way. So now we're beefing. And now you kill one of yeah. us, now we got to kill one of you. Because we got to show right. that you can't. I mean, if you take away it's the word like blood and crip. It's just like mafia Exactly what I'm about to say. If you take away the yeah. word blood and crip, and call it the red cartel and the blue cartel, yeah. you'll understand yeah. what's happening a lot better. That's all it really is. Because if you go to these South American countries, that's what's happening down there all the time. But mm-hmm. it, it, they're not called gangs. They're called cartels. So people, right. it's funny to say, but people kind of accept them, respect them, and fear them a bit more. But up here, now that we're kind of, to me, it's the, the big drug era is gone. The big drug era oh, yeah. is gone. Because we're now into opioids. And right. Opioids and are like... Pharmaceutical companies. It's like Bob and Sally. Even the, even the illegal opioids is like Bob and Sally selling it out the back of their, their truck making deliveries in the middle of Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. It's not the same. Even weed. Weed is now... It's, it's pretty much legal everywhere. And even with like it's not, it's the same thing. It's drug dealers yeah. driving around making deliveries in their truck. It's not a bunch of fiends lining up. I, I'll right. be honest, I don't know who sells or uses crack anymore. And I used to know this. This exactly. is like pertinent information to me because obviously yeah. I was doing my own thing too. Now I, I couldn't tell you. And it's not that I'm like so far removed from the hood. It's not yeah. that. It's just who does that? Who does that? Like right. what, what are you talking about? Like who's doing that? You know, it's Molly, okay. it's Perk, it's Even It's bigger than it, it, it's bigger, but it's more hush-hush, I think. Like yeah, and even that meth doesn't really elicit the same violence that crack used to. One, right. because the people that the people that do meth aren't the same as the people that were doing crack. And the no. money in meth, you can be, yeah, it's harder. And it's not, it's not. It's, I don't want to say it's not as illegal, but considering right. that most of the stuff you use to make meth is not illegal, right? It kind of like calms down a whole process. Like, it's different when the tension from beginning to end is, yo, I just picked up a key of Coke. I owe this cartel this money. I got to sell right. this or the cartel's going to kill me. I can't let right. anyone get in my way 
so I gotta kill anyone that gets in my way. It's a whole <laughs> different. It's a whole. Now it's hey, I picked up this um, I picked up these uh cough cough syrups. I gotta cook them down yeah. into this mess. And I hope yeah, I, don't I got some Sudafed. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, Sudafed. Yeah, I hope I don't. I hope I don't get caught while I'm cooking it. Yeah. And I hope this. I hope I, it's, I think it's, Breaking it's Bad like purified it too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like well, it's like a totally different. It's like it's totally different, man. Drugs in. That's why you don't see a lot of the violence anymore. Because it's like violence for what? <laughs> like right, the only right. violent people out there are people who are like literally their job is to be is to be a shooter, and they're they're violent because that's what they do. In Chicago, it's obviously a little bit different. Cause I was Chicago is like <laughs> Chicago, problem Chicago. The real problem of Chicago that a lot of people don't mm-hmm. really understand is this education. And the funny thing is, with education, and is, education and poverty. Um, but when it comes to education, people forget mm-hmm. that the reason why people are out here making meth is because they're more educated than the people that were making crack. Sure, it takes a lot more. It takes less illegal substances to make meth, but it also takes more knowledge to make meth, so you don't blow yourself up. Right, right. With, with, with okay, crack, uh, all I need is some. All I need is some cocaine, baking soda, yeah. some baking soda, and a stove, we, and, and a glass yeah. jar. We out. There's, Mess, there's so if many you try to do it like that, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to kill everyone in your home. I just thought of something. Mess is not to be played with. No, there, there's, there's, there's so many songs that, like, tell you exactly how to make crack. So many. Exactly. And then there's, like, I can't think of a single song that tells you how to make meth. But that would be I know how to make. I know how to make meth. I know how to make crack. Mm-hmm. I can teach someone to make crack in five minutes. I oh, yeah. cannot teach you to make meth <laughs> in five days properly. In five days, right. if I teach you how to make meth in five days, I'm going to expect that ten days from now, I'm going to hear that your meth lab blew up in your face. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm going to expect. Yeah. I, I just can't. <laughs> if I'm teaching you to make meth, I'm talking about like a month, two months probably, because I don't, I don't trust most people. Most people are stupid. So you're you have like right the ten crack commandments. Yeah, I still got to watch them. So then you can and have like, like the hundred meth commandments. Exactly. There's twenty five hundred. That was an exactly. awesome song. I, I, exactly. not, I don't want to so, give that away. Copyright me and Lon. You can't take that idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, um, but yeah, like I'll, I'll, said, I'll sing. I'll sing the hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll sing it terribly, but <laughs> that's okay. That's what we got. Uh, my stage name will be Crystal Mess with an S. <laughs> I've always said that. Like if I was if I was going to strip, it would be Crystal Mess, and uh, yeah, I'd wear like a white beater and have a black eye or something. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, off topic. Yeah, so, so that's what's up in Chicago. Like it's like they're still stuck in the '80s. They're stuck in the yeah. '80s. Only difference is the police's way of combating it is to just stay out the way. Like cops right. the cops to tell you, look. We have like a little forty block area radius. They don't we, go in. We just, we just don't go in there. We go in after the shooting's done. When the shooting's done, we go in. We try to figure it out. They go clean up. Yeah. Yeah, That's like crazy. you're basically leaving them to their own stuff. And people telling me, "Oh, we gotta stop them. We gotta stop them. Stop them how? How do I go over there and tell a ten year old who just watched his brother get shot, don't pick up a gun yeah. when you when when not only did your brother get shot yesterday, but the day before that, you yourself got shot at." You'll probably be shot at yeah. again tomorrow. You can't go to the store without wondering if it's a good You're idea. You're going to make it if stuff in the store yeah. worth it, worth me risking my life. Because every time I step out of my house, I'm risking my life. And sometimes 
while I sleep in my house in my night, I'm risking my life. It's nothing right. for me to tell you at this point. And I keep trying to explain to people, and I hate when people tell me, nah, they got to take accountability. Accountability for what? If you're living right. in that area and you're not picking up a gun to try to defend yourself, you don't love right. yourself. Right. That's how I feel about it. Like, you don't love yourself. If I lived in Chicago, I would have a vest, a gun, and a fucking army mm-hmm. helmet because I don't want right. to die. And right. anyone that wants to try to take my life, I'm going to do my best to take their life before they can harm me. And if I and if yeah, I have to spend my time in jail for that, that's what it is. I'm not gonna die though. I'm not gonna just give right. up all my life. What is it? Rather be carried? No, rather something. Judged by twelve than carried by six. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that old. Well, who did that song? I can't remember. I don't know, but they were right. Okay, I don't know, but it's they a good were song. Right. <laughs> but uh, right, so you know? on that note, that made me think. Um, I've had this theory too that really good music and art comes from struggle a lot of the times. Yeah, you have you Chicago, right, right. So you don't have much to talk about, really, not like in that mm-hmm. sense. So you have uh, Kanye, you have Lupe, you have all yeah. these really like like you know classic epic artists come out of mm-hmm. this city where there's so much struggle. Do you believe yeah. that that there's like a kind of a requirement to make good good art? You have to come from struggle. Yeah, um, you got to come from struggle or you got to at least be struggle adjacent. You have to have seen struggle. Okay. People, okay. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of good artists that didn't struggle themselves, but they've seen struggle, if you know what I'm saying. Like, like I grew up in the like, hood, but I, when I was, like, I'm pretty sure, like, people like J. Cole grew up in the hood, but yeah. they seen the struggle, but they were, like, a straight-A student. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. even Kendrick. Kendrick always says, yeah, I'm not yeah. really messing with the gays and the drugs, but he was right around it. You don't, so you don't have to actually struggle. But if you've never been nowhere near it, how can you talk about it? What are you talking about? Like, don't don't that, tell me you grew like, up in Beverly Hills and somehow you see struggle when struggle to you was your mom not letting you get the credit card to go shopping this weekend. Yeah. Well, the child like, Scambino, oh. that's why that came to mind because he all, he's, he's real upfront about it. You know, he's like, he came for money. He's never really had that, like, you know. But as a, he's, he's, like, as a black man, you know, he has that aspect of it to talk about and so there's that that whole thing but then yeah. you know let me let me touch, let me put a pin in that <laughs> but then um you know i guess that's like the blues came from that you know and like jazz came from that it didn't come from like people that had a bunch of money exactly. and nice instruments even, so, even country music came from that so i'm not gonna, right. I'm not gonna discount that like the best music right. came from struggle that's what they came from you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying even even yeah. um, like rock, rock really came from struggle. If you really listen to it, the early rock, it was from struggle. Well, like, rock came from blues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and punk, yeah. punk, punk, and and every yeah. single one of these music genres that we're naming originated with black people in America. Every single one. I mean, rock. It is punk, what it is. You no, know, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Okay. It's so so let's back on that. What is your take on white rappers in general? Other than, like, okay, Eminem, uh, Mac Miller, you know, you got, like, this is not even really, like, a thing these days. I don't think people, like, bad an eye about it, you know. You, I, mean, I mean, you have, like, white rappers that are, like, saying the N-word left and right, which just blows my mind as an old-school person and as a, a white person and as a person. But, like, what what do you think? There is a huge market <laughs> for them. I'm not mad at them at all. It's, like, a huge mm-hmm. market for them. Um, Mac, Mac Miller was cool as shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Eminem was one of the first people 
that brought rap, being a rapper, mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. icon level. Like, as much okay. as people love Big, as much as people love Hope, they weren't icon. Hope is an icon now. But on the um, Eminem, you don't think Hope is an icon? Hope is an icon. He's definitely icon. No, 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 it's no. Not, well, might, not not about, icon. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it was, I don't, he, I like Eminem. I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm not saying anything bad about him at all yeah. at this point. I'm just saying, like, like I don't know if he's as, as much of a, he's spearheaded the whole thing or he's as iconic as people like make him out to be. I'm not I saying mean, he's overhyped or overrated. I'm just saying like there were other people before him that were like huge Tupac, you know, like all Biggie, all of that. They were, they were icons. I think, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm off base with that, but I, I think Eminem brought it to the mainstream more. And, and that's what I and, and the white, the, Okay. Because okay. You, you you couldn't be an icon until rap was super mainstream. You had to get okay. super okay. mainstream to um, you know what I'm saying? To yeah. get to that yeah, point. As a, mainstream, as in like mainstream pop music, you know, music that people are buying in mass. So when Eminem brings it to a white audience, which of course white people are the majority of record buyers, like back then it was like all of a sudden millions and millions of people are buying Eminem's albums, you know. This is before streaming and, and, and like, uh, iTunes and all that, of uh, going out and actually buying his CDs, like, they'd never seen before. So he made it, like, more acceptable, I guess, in mainstream society. Because rap's always kind of had this, like, uh, which is kind of like the essence of hip-hop, you know. It's kind of like this raw, uh, fuck you society, like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, like, tone down what I'm saying for anybody kind of vibe to it, right? That's kind of like the essence of it. And so it, it always has been a little bit difficult for society to, like, accept it because it's anti-society, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the same way that punk rock is or the same way that um, rock, like, when it started was or whatever, you know? It's kind of like a big fuck you, everybody. So now that it's becoming, like, you see rap everywhere, like commercials, uh, movies, you know, what... <laughs> what do you think that's done to like rap in general? I, mean, I know we kind of skipped over the white, you know, rapper it, thing. It, but. It's helping to bring it to the um, mainstream, and it just it's global helps rappers. It helps rappers. It helps rappers. Like we on TV shows, we on everything. Like it helps rappers. It's, it, it's really everything helps us. Like I get that some things are negative and it makes us look bad, but in the end, if you use it right. It all helps. Well, do you think you it's know? watered down? Yeah, do you think it's watered down rap in general? Yeah, I mean, it's like there's, there's a million rappers now. There's like a million. Yeah. Like, everywhere you go, you can find some rapper with 200,000 followers that you've never heard of. Like, who is this person? Yeah, anyone can get a Spotify account or a YouTube account or whatever, SoundCloud, mm -hmm. and, and get a whole bunch of followers. It's not that hard. You don't have to have good lyrical content. You don't even have to have good beats necessarily. Because some people just have to like you, and it's like word of mouth. So the yeah. quality of rap in general maybe has, like, gone downhill just because of the oversaturation is what you're saying, kind of? I, don't know um, um, I guess that's I what so. I'm getting at. I, 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 think, I think the quality of rap went down because of what I was saying earlier where I said you don't even need to be talented. You just need to be able yeah. to garner attention. If you can Probably. garner attention, that's it. Like, even Cardi, before before she started making the music and she just started rapping, I remember the first couple of things I heard from her, I didn't even like like that. I was just looking at her. Because remember, I knew her from before, so I was just looking at her like, oh, um, right. is she serious about this? And then I heard her yeah. first mixtape where she was like, ran down on a bitch twice. 
You yeah. know me. You gonna be for I was like, I, I was, I was literally in the club with her and um, Young and May, and that yeah. came on, and me and Young and May, we looked at each other, and then we just looked, we listened to it, and we were like, oh, this shit lit, and then we started bopping along to it. Yeah. It was like, all right, She's got every right. quality. She's got every yeah. quality that a, a good popular rapper should have. She's got a big mouth. She's herself. Mm-hmm. She's like genuine, and she's got a big personality. You know. Exactly. And that's when you're when you're a rapper and you're coming up, you're like kind of selling your personality. But you have five, so that's that's yeah. never been done before. And I was like, oh, I actually thought it was five different people. Yeah. And so I was like, remember, I was like, who are these other guys? <laughs> you're like, oh, that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm my know, own. I'm my own personal rap group. Yeah, that's cool. And and I love stuff that's never been done before. Like, um, I don't I don't think I mentioned. Do you know who the Buttress is? Uh, nah. She's a white girl. She's from New Jersey. She's a. I would say she's got a pretty big following, but she's more. She's pretty talented, but she. I don't. I would say listening to her music is not something you you don't like. Just bump it in your car. You don't like really listen to it while you're cleaning your house. But it's different. It's so different that it makes me like her even more. You know what I mean? And if you're doing something different, I appreciate that almost more than, like, sometimes whether or not the music's actually good. You know? Not saying that her music's trash or anything, because it's not, but you should check her out. She actually, like, uh, said something back to me on Twitter today. I was like, oh! Because so many people just do the same thing, and it gets monotonous. Yeah, I try try to be a little bit different, or at least give people enough different sides of me that when you listen to the album, like, I haven't met anyone. Everyone tells me, yo, it's a solid album. It's a good album. Some people tell me it's a hot album. But the thing is, they mm-hmm. all have four songs or so that they're like, yo, D4 is my favorite. I love them. Right. I don't know why you're not. Right. And it's like, everybody has these songs, and they're all telling me, but they're always different. Like, I, I, like the combination is always funny to me. I just be like, yo, don't nobody like the same four songs. Like, like I pulled a lot of There's something for everybody. With Asian honey making Asian money, that tech on my hip come from Beijing, gummy. Playing Jung G, you can't take shit from me. Origami heart dress to prove they love me. Fast and furious when I Tokyo drift. Call me DK when I'm loading my clip. Rolling up the blunt, puffing Tokyo piff. Crazy 88, I'm a Yakuza shit. Back to the triad, made a couple bands. Ben Jackie Chan ain't no stuntman. Back to the van, got a couple hundred grand. Play with my advance and you catch G's hand. In the rice field like we gon' eat. Drinking green tea, puffing on purple Kamikaze ain't no retreat. Stand like a man or you die on your knee. With an Asian honey getting Asian money. With an Asian honey getting Asian money. With an Asian honey making Asian money Still pull up with the strap and I leave you bloody No accomplice but it's not my buddy They gon' need a search team just to find you buddy Might take a girl on a Shanghai night She already know about that Bangkok life My high club we be on that flight Got great walls when I lay that And you might like replace the same song And then go back and listen to something else again You're like oh I actually really like this song I can't tell you how many people told me their first favorite song After the first day or two and then hit me like a week later, nah, 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 nah. Actually, I don't know what <laughs> happened, but Out Here is really my favorite song now. Or, yo, Get yeah. My Money is just my favorite song now. Or, yo, you know what? I didn't like that Piano Man with you and Nino Man first, but now I love that. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like a dope song. I play it every day. And like, I'll that was one of my favorites. Oh, word? That's what's up. Yeah, Piano yeah, Man, Asian Money, and who did the uh, production on that? Did you do that? Or the production that? is all my guy TV beats, but my engineer... <laughs> It's just sound, and he, okay. um, he's like, because TV beats look like in Delaware, but he hits me with the beat, yeah. and then, you know, my, my engineer, he masters the beat. Like, TV makes the beat, my engineer masters okay. it, so it's like between them two is the production, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. So that's, that's kind of like what I'm personally more interested in, not like more, but like for myself, is like the production side of it because I've kind okay. of played around with that my whole life and okay. like making beats and stuff. And uh, do, you, do, you know, do you ever like cool with any of that? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was about to tell you that some of the beats, you know, I collabed with the um with my boy TV to make. Like, it's like three beats on it I helped make. So, like, I don't take no credit for it. I still just let him take uh -huh. all the credit for it. But sometimes, right. like, because, you know, so I that's nice. make it. it was just, yo, this yeah. is my idea. Do, 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 do. Yo, uh -huh. get this sound right here and do that. You know what I'm saying? He's still doing all the real work. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I don't want to. Right. And we're cool. So, in my head, yo, he to figure out that beat anyway. I'm trying to branch out for my next project. I'm going to have, like, different producers on that one. You know, try to get my sound to sound even different, more different. So the beats are what determine what I'm gonna what's gonna come out of my mouth. Like right, it is right, like you're. I don't about. I don't try to I don't try to force lyrics onto any beat. I don't mm -hmm. write my lyrics because I think some people do that. They write their lyrics and then they they find a beat that they think might go with it. It does, I mean it works for some people, but to me it's just like yeah. uh, it's just like I think you know, most people try to do it the way or. or from my experience, do it the way you do it. It's like, here's the beat, and then yeah. figure out what can, like, go with it. But uh, speaking of that, you, you Tyler, the creator fan at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be watching the show and everything on um, Vice. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say uh, uh, Loiter Squad. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love Tyler and Odd Future and all that. But uh, he made, you know, I Ain't Got Time, and then the beat for that is so different. You know, mm -hmm. and so I think he actually reached out to Kanye and Nicki Minaj. This is what I read. I don't know if it's accurate or not. But they both yeah. turned him down because they said this beat is too, like, out there. I can't, yeah. you know, think of anything to go on it. Um, yeah. It's like a challenge. And when he did it, it's almost like better that it was just him because it, it was so good, you know. I'm currently working with um Jay Chris on something. That's for my next project. Okay. Uh, I mean, I got, I got promises for features from a lot of rappers. I just didn't want mm -hmm. to use them on my first project because, like, I want to get right. some eyes on me before I start saying, hey, by the way, I got a feature with Dave East. I got a feature with Young and May. Nobody's going to hear that stuff. I watch people make that mistake all the time where right. you guys do a feature with Jada Kiss and no one never heard it. Like, I watch it. Yo, if you go on, on SoundCloud, mm -hmm. you can find, like, maybe 10 features with Jada Kiss on them. And they have, yeah. like, maybe five, 10 listens. And I'm like... Yeah, I guess it's in a roundabout way, that's what I was getting at with the whole the, the Tyler song is, like, mm -hmm. if you have something that's yours, that's your baby, and you see it from start to end, and you try to get someone else to, like, work with you on it, and they're like, no, I can't do it. Even if it's someone big, like Kanye or Nicki Minaj, it's yeah. sometimes it's better to just do things yourself, you know, yourself, when yeah. you have an idea that's yours. I mean, he could have changed it for them, because those, those, like, big-name people, like, even for Tyler, I think he said he was kind of, like, starstruck by it, but... If, if you have faith in something that is good, you shouldn't really change it for anybody if you believe that's how it should be, you know. Did anyone try to tell you, oh, that you shouldn't do the five personality thing, that's, that's dumb or whatever? Like, yo, that's how, they're like, yo, you need to have one sound. Oh, you shouldn't even be doing an album, ten tracks, oh. too much. <laughs> uh, you should do, like, four or five tracks and call it an EP. No. All sorts of stuff I heard. I was just like, um, yeah, so I'm doing this, though, because, you know, it's me, it's my stuff. I'm going to do it how I'm going to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like not, not willing to like bend or change because I think that's where people get messed up. Like we talked about I mean, I ain't going to lie. I bent a little bit because I was going to do a 20-track well, okay. album. I was going to do a 20-track album. I love I'm, the long album. That's the thing. It's like, you know, a 10 song yeah. is like a, a good, you know, medium yeah, but, album. But I, the more songs, the better for me. 
Yeah, but yeah. people don't have, like, even with Little Wayne, it took me two days to yeah. get through Little Wayne's album. And most people. The new one? Have, the new one, the yeah. New one? Yeah, I heard it today, actually. Now, considering Wayne is my favorite artist, really? It's taking me <laughs> two days to get through his album. We just don't got time in this society anymore. We just don't got time for it. We don't got time for an hour and a half of music. I make time for it. <laughs> but you're right. That's what, I, that's what I had to do. I had to make time for it. And I'm glad I did because mm -hmm. the 22nd track on the album is my favorite song on the album. I would have never got oh, to that. If that had been somebody else's album, I might have never got to that. I might have never got yeah, to that track. I gave it a cursory listen. I, I, I think, where did I get to? Uh, I, don't, I don't think I made it to Song 22 yet. But, uh, not, so far, not only is it a 23-track uh, um, album, the songs are all uh -huh. like five minutes. That's the real issue. It's not like, because nowadays people give you like a two, three-minute song, and that's it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, the, the song with Kendrick is so good. I like that. That, that's like, story that's my, I, that was my favorite song until I heard uh, Used To. It's, used To is like used, my favorite song now. Used To is just, that feels like classic Wayne. It really does. Really? Like. Yeah, that's why I love that track, because it feels like I'm, classic. I'm going to have finished listening. It's a line on there where you said something like, I remember you. I was never into you. So my shooter okay. shoots you and whoever is akin to you. Something. I can't remember. This is hard. This is real hard. I think Wayne is kind of polarizing, too, because when you just kind of hear him and don't really listen, it can be kind of like grating or irritating, kind of. You know what I yeah. mean? But when, when you really actually like, sit down and listen, he's mind-blowing. Like, his Dedication 6 album, was, like, yeah. there was some stuff yep. on there that was like, is he even, like, a human? I guess he would say no, but, like, when you, you yeah, know, exactly. just, like, when take a breath, you know? The lyrics, the lyrics are crazy when you really listen to them. Uh -huh. And, like, and I just kind of listen to that when I was a little kid. Too. The first Wayne line that made me really realize Wayne, Wayne was really good, uh, mm -hmm. it was, Life After, was it Life After That? No, not Life After That, Born Again. It was a Born Again album with mm -hmm. Biggie. And yeah. he had a line there where he said, I'm coming so alert them, before I hurt them. Desert Eagle bursted, and you haven't seen the worsen. Right near right. you and my gun blush quit, might kill you, so run your shit. Now, back then, that was elite yeah. lyrics for that time. You know, now yeah. that would just sound like, uh, but the fact that at the time I thought he was like, I thought he was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I guess that was Yeah, he's not found out different. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. to find out he was really 17, but okay, whatever. 17, yeah. so, like, that's, you know, either, even if he was, like, 50, that'd be impressive, you know? I mean, for me, like, that's, uh, and how is that, there's so much, like, I, I talk to people from New York, I talk to people from other parts of the East Coast, and I talk to people in California and Colorado, where I'm from, and the, still, even to this day, People from New York are like, oh, I don't listen to that. That's Southern rap. Or people from the South are like, oh, you like like New York shit? Oh, you know, that's not really my thing. It, and so it's cool that, like, you, like, being from Brooklyn and you were young, you're, like, you know, out here seeking out Little Wayne kind of, you know. Mm -hmm. Is that something, like, a lot of people did? Or Wayne was, nah. like, real big from the jump. But you were kind of different, right, in that sense. It was crazy because my friends would argue with me all the time. When it comes to who's your favorite but I would always say Little Wayne, and they're looking at me like, what do you mean Wayne is your favorite rapper? And I'll be right. like, look, I, this is why I started separating stuff from the beginning. I would be like, I didn't uh -huh. say Wayne is the best rapper. I say he's my favorite rapper. Right. <laughs> like, right. So, like, my best at the time was still, in my head, it was like, yo, Biggie, Biggie, Hov, and I always put Pac third. Pac will come third mm. before, right before now. Okay. And people would be like, nah, okay. Pac is better than Hov. But I'm like, you're not listening. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Pac has great um flow. Pac has great um. He's a great harmonization. Like we talked about harmonization yeah. flow. Tells a good story. He's not the best rapper, bro. He's not even the best lyricist. He's not even close to the best lyricist. If we start talking about lyricists, Pac might make my top twenty back then. So any label would drop half the rappers on their label to sign Tupac in his prime. If you say, if yeah. you say, look, you can get Pac, but you got to get rid of A Boogie, this one, that one, mm-hmm. that Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. Hi, Pac. Totally. <laughs> Take us to right. the next one. <laughs> right. right. And that was before, he was viral before viral was a thing. Okay, no, it was on, it was on TV. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think... music videos. When I say music, I mean music videos. Like, that was my only way to look at music videos. I'm trying to remember if it was part of the cable. I don't know. I didn't pay cable bills. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I had like a couple of channels. I know I had Video Music Box, and I think the Jukebox okay. came on one of my channels too. I just yeah. I didn't have real cable. Let's put it like that. Like there wasn't BET. Was there BET back yeah. then? It might it might have been in the eighties. Like. Of channels. No, not not in the eighties. No, no, there was no BET. See, yeah, back. that's probably older than you. <laughs> Yeah, so like, yeah, MTV had just come out, like, maybe when I was around that age, because I was born in 1980, and MTV, I remember when MTV came out, because it was, like, a big deal, but uh, but the Jukebox Network basically, like, for those who don't know, people would call, it was a 900 number, so you had to pay to call, it was, like, 99 cents a minute, and people would do that, that. just to, to, to vote on which video would get played, so, of course, the videos that got played the most were the ones with the most ass and titties. Like, uh, yeah. uh, Two Life Crew was on repeat all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like, like Pop That Coochie was always on. Um, um, Munchies for Your Bass by Nemesis was always playing. But, like, what was your experience growing up with, with hip-hop? Like, was it just something you were always around or just something you thought out? Um, not really. I used to um, go over my aunt's house in Long Island, and, like, mm-hmm. my cousin lived there. And he put me on to stuff like uh, Slick Rick, A Children's Story. Yeah, yeah. When I first heard it. I just thought it was the most amazing thing or whatever. Like, right. I literally thought it was, I started rhyming, like, right after that. Like, I used to go in my, really? my class, and, like, when people would be dissing people, I would just bust a freestyle dissing them. Like, my <laughs> first, um, my first, my first ever rhyme was about this mm. kid named Martin. He tried to, like, crack on me and have all these jokes. So I just yeah. started banging on the table, and I was like, he's Martin, he's farting, he's the cat in a hat, <laughs> that got fat, he's on crack, and that's no whack. Like, that was it. Like, that was my that's first awesome. rhyme. Like, that's crazy. And, and it was because I couldn't tell jokes. That's why, that's why yeah. I started with the rhyming, because I couldn't. I was never good at, like, joking with people and doing a dozen. So I was yeah. doing some style. And, like, the whole class went wild. And after that, that was my thing. That was, like, <laughs> that was what got people to like me. Why do you think people still are so, like, divided on, like, where a sound comes from? Because rap has so many different sounds. It's like in the South, I already know that people like like Mango Loud and Asian Money up here. Okay. Asian Money seems to be the one song that's like wherever people like it. Like the beat is so good. The lyrics yeah. are good too, but the, the, it's a good beat for sure. Yeah, the beat. Like even the other day when I was um I did the concert for Hot 97 and T.T. Torres is there. Asian Money came on. And she just sort of nodding her head. She's never heard the song before, but she's like, oh, okay, we in here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that was, that's like I think that's the, the first thing people, people hear is the beat, though. And that's exactly. like a pretty important yeah. component. Uh, yeah, it is. It's but, a very important component, yeah. And then when they hear the lyrics, it's like, okay, okay. That's what hooks you. That's what keeps you coming exactly. back more. Exactly. Yeah. 
Go check out the Arrival album, Savage Five, The Arrival. That's Savage, the five is a number five, I-V-E. Go check that out. Be on the lookout for my next project. Don't know what I'm recording yet, but it's dropping in December. Um, and hopefully I'll be coming to a town near you on a tour too. Instagram, Savage Five. Twitter, Savage Five God. Everything else, Savage Five. Um, Savage Five on Facebook, Savage Five at Twitter. Oh, 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 oh,